Welcome to the Presentation Boss Podcast. I'm Kate Norris. I'm Thomas Craft. And we're here to help you plan, design, and deliver your best presentation. Hello, friends. Welcome, bosses. It's episode 91 of the show, and we're back, Kate, to our sort of regular programming. We've got a discussion episode today after a couple of special end-of-year episodes that we did. And and I don't know, when you've got three, are you rotating through formats or is it alternating through three? Alternating implies two. It's rotating, isn't it? It's a rotation. Okay, well, so we're back on the regular rotation. <laughs> 92 episodes and you're just wondering about what it's called now. I still don't know what our guest expert interview episodes are called. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a suggestion, listeners, <laughs> podcast at presentationboss.com.au. <laughs> Anyway, today we're going with the new year theme and we're going to talk about some habits that you can apply to become a better speaker. Kind of everyday things that we can do. That yeah, you could do any day or every day that, yeah, as you said, will help you to become a better speaker. Hmm. Where should we start, Kate? Well, why don't you kick us up with something that you do every day? Yeah, all right. So I'm going to lead into, this is something we already do on the podcast, but a couple of years ago, I set myself the goal, which became a habit, of watching a talk every day and thinking critically about it. So this can be a variety of things. Sometimes I listen to the TED Talks daily podcast. Sometimes I watch speeches online or you know, sometimes things get sent to me. And every day I try and watch a presenter give a presentation and think critically about it. And in early days, I used to write down some notes, what I think they did really well, some things that I felt they could improve, some questions that raised in my mind that I could you know, look up or discuss with people. Now I often do a lot of that just sort of in my head. You know, if I'm listening to the podcast while I'm walking or driving, I'm obviously not writing. Uh, and, and we do that here on the podcast, right? With our breakdown episodes, we watch a speech and we think critically about what they're doing well and what they can improve. Interesting, because I would say I watch quite a few talks, probably nowhere near as many as you do. Certainly none of the ones we do the breakdown on <laughs> until it's time to do them. Um, but I would say that the way that I view them when I'm looking at it by myself is a little bit differently. I look at someone and I think, I like what they've done there. What can I do to emulate that? Yeah. So it's similar, but just a little bit um, different perspective on it, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. But the point is, I think aside from like, Actually speaking yourself, it is one of the greatest ways to become a better speaker because you're just watching what happens when people present, what works, what doesn't, thinking critically about it, what uh, things that you would, as you say, Kate, like to emulate, some things you think may not work for you. Sometimes you even pick up uh, like humor lines or gestures and stuff that just add a bit of personality or humor or whatever it might be. If I look over the last few years, it's definitely had an impact on how I present, just being exposed to huge amounts of speakers over that time. Hmm. So do it. Find the TED Talks Daily podcast app. I assume you're a podcast listener if you're listening to us. Honestly, YouTube is your friend. Uh, you can find presentations and just watch one a day. Ten minutes per day. Done. One of my habits that I do is to keep a humor journal. And this is just a note on my phone where I note down any things, any observations that I have about things that could be humorous. This includes pictures that I find, like maybe some funny memes that I know I could use one day. And I just have this little store and this little kind of cache of ideas and notes because when you're trying to write a presentation and you're trying to think of something funny, I tell you what, that is the worst time to try and think of something funny. It just doesn't happen. It's such so a having... prime time to have a mental blank, huh? Oh, yeah. So having a bit of a log and a bit of a, a humor journal 
is something that I find insanely helpful because I can just kind of flick through that and I'm reminded of jokes or lines or something. Just a repository of ideas, hey? Yes, yes. And like I said, it's just literally it's a notes app on my phone yep. and one of the files is called Jokes. And yeah, that's all that's come in handy for me a lot of times. And people think that I'm really funny. It sounds like I'm saying jokes off the cuff sometimes, but oftentimes I've kind of got them in the back of my mind because I've run through them just earlier and they're there ready to come out. Because I think you've said this before, whenever you come across a good idea and you think to yourself, oh, I need to remember that. I'm going to remember it. Oh, you you never do. Yeah, you never do. (laughs) So you've got to write it down somewhere, right? Yep. The amount of things that I've lost because I think I will remember that, never, ever do. Never. It's keeping a humor journal. Yep. I think it's similar to that. I'm going to talk about something that I do. And this comes from Matthew Dix, previous guest on the show. And it's definitely his idea, but I adopted it a few years ago. He calls it Homework for Life. And it's similar to the humor journal. And every night I think back on the day I've just had and sort of relive it a little bit. And I think to myself to answer the question, what is the most story worthy moment of my day? That is, if I ever want to tell a story as part of a presentation, be it an anecdote or an example or something a bit humorous in a show or something, uh, is what would that story be? And it's always just a couple of sentences, like it is not a written out story. Uh, But again, it's just keeping that record of stories and anecdotes as they happen to you and adding them to, for me, it's it's an Excel spreadsheet because that's clearly what Excel is designed to do. But again, I've just got that massive record of things that have happened, little stories that I probably otherwise would have forgotten. So it's brilliant personally as well. But yeah, when I'm putting together a presentation or hunting for a story that I can tell from stage or or hunting for a story that I can add to any sort of verbal presentation, I can go to my Homework for Life Excel spreadsheet and have a poke around in there. And some some days are eventful and you get a good thing, some days not so much, and maybe I'll never I'll never use that bit. But I think it's a it's a great habit to get into. Every day, write down a story from the day. Yeah, I've done this sporadically on and off over the last couple of years, and it is a habit that I want to develop more of. Um, I have a lot of habits that I do every day, so I need to just like pair back on some of them. But I do love going back and reading because there's so many things that I I read about my life from, you know, two years ago. And I think, oh, yeah, that's definitely something I could use, could talk about. And sometimes you don't see the story at the time, but looking back, you Mm -hmm. get a bit of a different perspective. You get a different view on your life and Yeah, I wish that I had this habit a little bit better than I currently do. We should definitely link to Matthew Dix's TED Talk about homework for life. Yes, we definitely will. It's a great TED Talk. Link down below. Next one from me is look after your voice. If you're speaking, obviously your voice is such an important part of you and it's so important to take care of it and not take it for granted. So there's a couple of different things that you can do to look after your voice. The first, for me, the biggest thing is to drink plenty of water. Always be well hydrated. Simples. Yeah, it's one of the best things you can do for your vocal cords. And the rest of your body too, I think. Well, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Regular vocal exercises are always a good idea. Again, kind of just keep your voice working, keep it strong. And especially before you go to speak, is making sure that you're doing your vocal warm-ups, your vocal exercises. It's kind of funny that, like, I I know it's kind of habit now, funnily enough, before I speak for the first time any day, whether that's to family, to 
a client on the phone, a Zoom call, whatever's first in my day, I like subconsciously do vocal warm-ups now. Mm, and, and I notice like if I haven't spoken to anybody all day, I get to the end of the day and like you say hello to family or whoever you speak to at the end of the day, and you're just like, oh, my, my voice feels funny. And it's probably not good for it. Yeah. <laughs> And lastly, not to put any strain on your voice. So being mindful of how you're using your voice. So yelling, shouting, those sorts of things can put a lot of strain on your voice. So if possible, if you need to raise your voice, learn how to do that effectively. Do you remember we had a friend a couple of years ago who was an auctioneer and he put a lot of strain on his voice. Oh, yeah. He was having big troubles because it's not like he was like yelling at his kids. He had a job. Mm. that required him to use his voice in a very loud fashion. And from memory, they were big auctions and outdoors. Yes. And he saw a vocal coach, solved all of his issues, and he learned how to use his voice effectively and loudly. Mm. So if you need to use your voice in a raised manner, it's possible, go and get some coaching. Learn how to do it properly. I feel like I may have already touched on this one, but I have a recommendation, which is every day... You can listen to podcasts about speaking. Now, I'm not sure, but I reckon you might be into podcasts if you're listening to us at the moment. I feel like this is kind of an ironic one. It's a bit self-fulfilling. I'll give it that. Yeah. (laughs) But there is no shortage of podcasts out there that deal with different aspects of speaking. Everything from like here, speaking in the corporate environment, speaking as a professional, like storytelling, technical presentations, PowerPoint, as I said, there seems to be a podcast on any of those aspects. So, Kate, if you could recommend a podcast off the top of your head that deals with speaking that you would recommend, what is it? Mm, I'm going to go with Steal the Show. It's Michael Port. He wrote the book Steal the Show. Fabulous resource. And if you know anything about Michael Port, we have had him as a guest. He's recognized as the world's number one speaker coach, but he's very much about speaking as a performance, no matter the environment that you're speaking in. And he's got some really great podcast episodes about speaking and around his philosophy. I really love his podcast. What would you recommend? I hope I don't sound like a fanboy, but I'm going to recommend Matthew Dick's podcast. I listen to it religiously. It's called Speak Up because that podcast deals exclusively with how to tell stories. Mm. And I think Matthew explains it beautifully and way beyond anybody else I've ever come across. The way he explains how to find and tell stories, magical. I think those episodes are a brilliant investment to even go listen to some of them. But like I said, there's probably countless out there if you want to search for any sort of speaking podcast. Find some that work for you. Dedicate a little bit of time each day maybe to listening to some and it's going to give you information, tips, tricks, ideas... And you know what? Podcasts are free. It's brilliant. Do it. Okay, Kate, last one. My final one is saying yes to any opportunities you possibly can. If you get the opportunity to speak, if you're given that chance, take it. You can only listen to so much, think about so much, prepare so much. At some point you have to do it and I highly suggest that the first time that you get up and speak is not something that is high stakes. It needs to be something that you've consistently done throughout. So then when you've got something that is high stakes, and some of us will only have something high stakes maybe two or three times in our entire careers, but you've got to be ready for it. So if you get the chance to give a project update, a monthly review, a an outline of something, even speaking at family functions, if you've if you've got parties, take the opportunity. 
community events, anything you possibly can, even if it's just a couple of minutes at a time, this will go so far to improving your confidence and your competence. And we know that that's a bit of a self-perpetuating loop. The more competent you become, the more confident you become. The more confident you become, the more you're willing to try stuff and become more competent. And it just goes round and round and round. You've really got to get started. And the only way to get started is to say yes to those opportunities and have time on your feet. Yeah. So I think that's it. If you can implement those habits consistently throughout the year, by the end of 2021, when we finally get through this year, if we get through this year. (laughs) Pretty sure we will. (laughs) Then at the end, you will be a better speaker than when you started this year. No matter what level you're at now, you will have improved by the end of the year. And I always think building good conscious habits is a great thing, especially if it's helping to progress your career, build your skills, improve your confidence. I think that's just a beautiful thing. If you also agree and you would like to support the show, a reminder that you can do so at patreon.com forward slash presentation boss. We would love if you would consider that. And if this episode has been particularly helpful to you and you've got some people who are interested in building their speaking skills, why not share the episode with them? Otherwise, I think that's it. There's six habits you can implement this year to become a better speaker. Thanks for listening to today's show. Head to presentationboss.com.au slash podcast where you'll find the show notes for this episode, all other episodes and other free resources. If you have any other topics you'd like us to discuss, email us at podcast at presentationboss.com.au. We're always happy to hear your suggestions for future episodes. Most importantly, we rely on you to share the information in this podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please recommend us to a friend. Or we'd love for you to give us a review on iTunes. It helps more people find us. Have a great week. Second thing, my first thing is... Second thing. <laughs>